Hello, Peter Goodwin here for the Audio Journal of Oncology with news from Germany about using machine learning to help de-escalate breast cancer therapy. A group from Heidelberg University has been testing algorithms that combine biopsy data with physical and clinical factors to identify those patients who can be spared additional therapy. On the line from Heidelberg, first author André Fobb told me first what his team meant by de-escalation and which particular patients they'd been looking at. I think it's actually quite important to keep in mind that de-escalating breast cancer surgery and breast cancer therapy, this is not a new concept. This has been around for 100 years. And from my opinion, for me, this is simply the next step of de-escalation. We have done it safely over 100 years from now. And the next step is now for me to think about whether there are some patients who possibly might not need surgery at all. You've been looking at patients who receive neoadjuvant therapy. Can you describe the patient subset that you're thinking about? Yes, this is so neoadjuvant systemic breast cancer treatment has been around for many years now. And particularly, we are talking about triple negative breast cancer patients and HER2 positive breast cancer patients. But there's also growing evidence that highly proliferative luminal B breast cancer patients might benefit from neoadjuvant treatment. So we may possibly include also those patients into our future considerations. What de-escalation are you now regarding as feasible for some of these patients? Well, if we are talking in terms of feasible, like now, immediately in clinical routine, we have honestly to say not. This is not ready for clinical routine so far. But the clinical research that is going on is investigating de-escalation in terms of omitting surgery altogether for those patients, for exceptional responders to neoadjuvant treatment. Because these patients quite often do not have any residual tumor left after neoadjuvant treatment. So the idea is whether we can safely and reliably identify those patients to spare them surgery altogether. And of course, surgery has become more and more conservative, hasn't it? It has, definitely. Especially in times of multimodal modern therapy, we have nowadays radiotherapy, we have adjuvant endocrine therapy and systemic treatment. So yes. So which of those patients are possible candidates for removing the surgery altogether? So we talked about the tumor biology. This is one prerequisite, especially triple negative breast cancer patients or to positive breast cancer patients. And another prerequisite is that they do have at least some response to the neoadjuvant treatment, which we can assess with imaging during the course of neoadjuvant treatment. And so far in our research, we are performing a minimally invasive biopsy after the neoadjuvant treatment. And if we see that there is no tumor left in this biopsy and some other aspects, these are the patients that could possibly forgo surgery in the future. Now, it's not just any biopsy and it's not just any calculation. Can you tell me what it is about your own research that is suggesting it might be possible to individualize some patients for no surgery? Yes, and that's a great question because the idea of performing a minimally invasive biopsy has been around for several years now. There have been first pilot trials, larger clinical feasibility trials, and unfortunately they have shown that a biopsy alone may always be at risk of missing small heterogeneous responding tumor foci. So what we recently came up with is a so-called intelligent biopsy, which is basically a machine learning algorithm 
that uses not only the results of the biopsy, but also contextualizing clinical patient and tumor information. And although this sounds complicated, it's actually quite easy in terms of simply thinking about a more individualized risk prediction model and not simply performing a biopsy, but to consider also other variables that are important for this decision. Now, from your research, how accurately do you think this combination of the biopsy and the algorithm can perform? Yes, yeah, so that's, that's a great question in general, which is concerning a lot in the field of machine learning and intelligent algorithms. What we have done in our research so far is we use data of three clinical trials to develop this algorithm and data of a fourth trial to validate its findings. And in terms of speaking from the validation, the intelligent biopsy did not miss any residual cancer compared to surgery in this validation trial. But we of course have to say this was a retrospective validation. This was not yet a prospective confirmatory trial. And so I think these are promising findings, but we definitely need to have confirmatory prospective evidence of that. And that's what we are currently applying for. And what proportion of patients with breast cancer could possibly benefit and not have surgery who would have had surgery before? Yeah, that's, that, that's a great point because it has been debated massively. Um, from my estimation, we are talking about 10 to 15% of all breast cancer patients who may possibly forgo surgery in the future. This percentage may increase if we include also luminal B breast cancer patients in the future. Um, but I think 10 to 15% is a fair estimate, and that's in line with other recent paradigm changes, for example, in axillary surgical management. Mm -hmm. Of course, there is a strong argument for saying that with the great improvements in breast surgery in all events, the gain might not be worth any residual risk. What would you say to that? Exactly. And that's a fair point, because we have to consider that De-escalating and avoiding unnecessary therapies and procedures is important for patients as well as for healthcare systems in general. But in an oncologic field, of course, the oncologic safety of our patients is of utmost importance and must have a priority. Um, but I think, and we're going back to your first point here, considering the past hundred years of de-escalating de therapy and breast cancer therapy, I think we are we are safe in terms of multimodal treatments if we have a false negative rate below 5% and at best at 0%. Mm. So what do you think doctors everywhere should be taking home from the data you already have when thinking about possible future developments with their own patients? I think the, the message for now is, please, this is not ready for clinical routine yet. We have to perform surgery in every patient and every breast cancer patient. But for the future, um, we might have to listen to our patients. We got um, many, many response from our patients that were, um, I'm really grateful that all tumors disappeared, but why did you perform surgery on me then? And I think that's something for, not only for clinical research, but also for, for many doctors out there to listen to the voices of our patients and to take these concerns seriously. And in the end, we doctors, we of course can help our patients in balancing the risks and benefits of a certain therapy. But in the end, we have to provide an honest estimate and our opinion, but this is the decision also of our patients, which we have to listen to. 
And that was Andre Pfob from the University Breast Unit at Heidelberg University Hospital in Germany. And you can read up on that in the Annals of Surgery. For the Audio Journal of Oncology, I'm Peter Goodwin.